Welcome, everybody, to another edition of The Fiverr Life with your man, D. Tong. Appreciate you checking out the show, episode eight. I jumped one last time. I think I skipped, and now I'm back on track. But you can flip back in a lot of other episodes already, and, you know, as we're moving along, I don't really have a consistency on when I'm going to be putting these down. But when I get an idea, when I get something that comes in my head that I want to cover that I think other people should, I guess, take my advice or just listen to a little bit or at the same time maybe relate with. So, you know, if you're already a Fiverr seller and you are got things moving, you're going to relate to a lot of things I'm talking about. If you're new to Fiverr and you're trying to learn some things, learn some ways, maybe I can give you some advice on, you know, some mistakes or different things that I've done or I do that you can avoid to get where you need to get maybe quicker, faster. But in this episode, what I'm going to be discussing is a slow time and what to do in those slow times, because there's economic slow times. There's, you know, those it's pretty much on time every single year as you get into mid to late December, all the way up into mid February, sometimes all the way through February, depending on your industry and what you're offering Um, as a freelancer, digital marketer, if you're doing, you know, things like that online, even voiceover work, it slows down a little bit, quite a bit actually at this time. So I'm going to discuss some things maybe you can do other things you can, you know, implement that, you know, you can fill that time up. So when it comes to this next momentum, next shift, you know, and tax time comes around March, April, May, June, then you're already prepared for success and you're going to raise your, you know, awareness. You're going to do a lot more marketing during this slow time. You're going to do a lot more things, you know, to, to basically set you up for the next season. And I feel like not enough people do. They get sucked into the holiday trend. They slow down. Just don't do anything. Ride it out instead of, again, trying to reset your foundation. It's just that momentum and that time because, you know, there's times that I don't have to do much at all for marketing to get attention, to do advertising. And I'm busier than I want to be. But there's also moments that, you know, every single year it gets busier for me in January and February, but compared to what the rest of the year is, it slows down significantly. So whether you're a freelancer, whether you're selling stuff, you know, in retail, it's going to slow down. Every spending slows down overall. And here in the U.S., we've got some, you know, economical issues that, you know, are kind of putting people on edge a little bit. But as approaches the holiday season, I don't know if it's going to affect too much. It might actually keep it sustained for a minute um, until January and February when, again, it's going to be just slow time. So get ready for it. Be prepared for it. But also set yourself up with things like updating your gigs. You know, a lot of people don't even get in there and update them or add a video or change the video content or, you know, they might have a new phone or new way of getting some a better, more crisp quality video than, you know, what they had two years ago, three years ago that, you know, it's time to update it. You know, just get it done, do it. And you're going to find that time to do it. You know, if you want to be five or full time, if you're not yet, these are the kind of things you got to do. Also, think of some other ideas. Think of some extras. Think of some other gigs that you can add that are relevant to what you love to do or enjoy doing. You know, you don't want to just do stuff to do stuff. You know, there's popular gigs. There's people like, oh, well, a lot of people are getting money made that way. I'm going to go do that. Well, it doesn't mean you're good at it or you will be good at it or you'll enjoy it. You know, the people that are getting paid for what they do on Fiverr are people that enjoy it, passionate about it can, you know, expel some communication to people um, that are really serious about what, you know, building that relationship. So you can't just go around picking and choosing what gigs are hot or what industry is hot 
unless you plan on doing it for a while or you're already, oh man, that was a great idea. Or you got to jump up. You know, a lot of my gigs, when I first implemented them, were ideas for other people to take and use in their own way. You know, so they see me put up a gig and it starts getting some attention and success. So they put up one and follow along. And it's kind of how a lot of the industry that I do, you know, as far as podcast advertising and, and doing voiceover work that people copycat a lot. You know, it's such a big marketplace now. They're going to look for the people that are success and try to take that money from them. But as long as you keep providing quality work and doing your own marketing, you should be okay. You know, and now we're at a point that Fiverr isn't just five bucks. So if you need to do some kind of, you know, Google ads or Instagram ads to bring attention to your Fiverr, it's going to be affordable if your gigs are listed at 10, 15, 20, 30 bucks at the low end. You know, so if you got package deals that start at $25, it's not going to hurt you to do a $25 ad that stretches out over a week period of maybe a Fiverr gig or a service that you offer or do with a link to your gig. Because chances are, I mean, one or two orders and it's paid for, you know, so two orders, let's say it's paid for after all said and done, but you should get more than two orders out of that. And if you don't restructure your target advertising, but you're not spending a lot of risking a lot. And also in this time, you need to do some more marketing and it, it's marketing that can extend. You know, a lot, a lot of people don't understand is that thing about marketing these days, everybody wants that instant marketing. They want to oh, buy now, buy now. But marketing is something that you're implementing for a long term, whether they feel like buying now or you're putting an idea into their head that maybe, oh, I'm going to come back to them in a couple months and then go check it out when I have a budget, have things together. And if you're still there, they know that you're consistent and serious. And then they're coming in to try to get things going. Maybe learn something or two from you during the process of the gig, you know, experience the work that you're offering them. But at the same time, they're going to look at you as the expert. So when they come to you after doing all they need to do for three months to set up their business or website, whatever they need to do, and then they come to you, you got to be ready for it. You know, and so to me, I just feel like a lot of people are marketing for now when sometimes you I could put out a social media ad and put out a post and it won't get even hit up by Google for a couple of days, but then, then it's listed. Then it starts, you know, getting a little traffic or getting a little attention. But that's the thing about marketing. It's got to be consistent. If it's social media marketing and if it's Google AdWords, you got to keep it rolling keep it budget, keep it hitting eyeballs because you'll get a streak of people buying and you'll get a streak of people not. But again, it's cheap, affordable ways to just get in front of other eyeballs and other things you can do is go out there, network with people. To talk to some Instagram influencers, maybe get them to put your product up. If you've got a product or a service, maybe you can get them to list it for you for, you know, a little small kickback of some sort, you know? And so obviously you don't want to operate outside of five, the Fiverr platform too much, but I'm talking about advertising your Fiverr gigs or your services or, and this isn't just for Fiverr, you know, sellers overall, maybe get your own landing page of a service that you offer on Fiverr and put up a landing page of maybe one of your most successful services that has a few packages that, you know, you can keep it simple, raise the price a little bit, you know, and then at the bottom of it, say, if you'd rather work with me on Fiverr, here's a link, you know, or something like that. But at this end, here's a link for, it's a little cheaper or whatever, but Fiverr take, you know, Fiverr takes a cut. Fiverr takes fees. Fiverr is going to take from the buyer and the seller, <laughs> you know, like that's how it's going. And, and that's why they offer these bigger packages because the, the value is there as far as, yeah, $5 service is going to cost you seven bucks. If it's, you know, just one purchase, 
and, and your first purchase for fees and stuff. So a lot of people just jump up to the 10, jump up to the 25 anyway, because then if the service is only a buck or two, then they don't mind paying that if it's 27 or 28 bucks compared to 25, because it's just a, a difference in value, a difference in per- perception for one, but also in giving value of the fee compared to the overall charge. So I've got like 30, 30 orders in queue right now that I, that I have to work on and am working on. And I've also got 28 orders of no response or haven't sent something. So some people are in there that are just waiting to get their stuff together. Some people um, don't know what to do. So I got to send them the reminder. And then some people just order. And, you know, this is probably about 10, maybe 10 or 11 orders that I have sitting in queue behind those 30 that people just don't respond or they order and you can't get nothing out of them. They didn't know they ordered, or maybe they ordered with a different account they can't get back into or something like that. So sometimes they just sit there. And so what I used to do is I used to cancel those out during these slow times. So if I have nothing in the queue, well, cancellations obviously hurt our percentages. So it's hard to cancel those out without maybe, maybe some time. And you know, these are two years old. So what are they going to come back? Who's going to get the money? If I cancel it out, Fiverr gets the money and then I get hurt for my cancellation fee. So there's a little feature maybe they need to implement there as far as, okay, this person's not responding. This cancellation shouldn't hurt me, you know? And so they're getting more detailed on it. They're starting to offer a couple things on the ratings we talked about. Um, and that's another thing you can get into is people that haven't rated, you're, you know, no sh- you can rate, go back in and talk to them. Hey, when you get a chance, you know, you know, you're, they're going to rate good. You don't want to go into questionable. Hey, when you get a chance, can you go rate the gig? And then all of a sudden it's somebody you don't know. And they go in and rate it three stars and it screws you for this slow period of time. But you want to, you know, a good list of four and a half, five stars going down the line for people to see during these slow times. And so go back. And if there's some, some buyers that ordered from you that, you know, that, you know, repeat buyers, or, you know, that they had a great experience and you pretty sure that they're going to provide four and a half to five stars go message them maybe a little reminder hey when you get a chance if you could throw down that review that'd be awesome and say hey you can throw that down down that review don't say can you throw down a five-star review because that's against the terms but if you can go throw down that review appreciate it and if they give you a five star then throw them like a a shout out or just give them something a little extra if you can a little leverage for yourself so maybe next time they'll rate faster and maybe you can throw something else at them so you know what it's all little things that you can find to do for these people or just a positive word back to them. Give them a shout out in the review, you know, and that's one thing a lot of people are just thank you or not rating. I'm learning that, you know, if it's, if it's somebody that I work with a lot, I'll give them a shout out in the review. I'll say, Hey, thanks. Such and such like got like artist, you know, music artists or a business, a website that comes back often and just put it in there put their website in the review. Hey, I appreciate it. Blah, 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 blah. Cause they might not, you know, and that's an opportunity for them in the review. Some people take that opportunity. Some people take advantage of that opportunity, um, a little bit too much by just using it for that specific purpose. But at the same time, Hey, thank you for promoting blah, 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 blah. Appreciate your service. I get that quite a bit, but if they don't mention themselves, I'll come back in the review and it's hard now because it's a blind review. But if I know that I gave them a good, good deal and there, a lot of people will tell you ahead of time, Hey man, appreciate it. I'm going to give you a great review. You kind of know, but set yourself up, set your profile up to look good during these slow times too. So you kind of stand out from other people who are struggling who are not paying attention, who are not as serious as you might be. You know, it's another thing you can, you can do 
during these moments of slow time is, you know, do some outside marketing somehow, some way that, you know, just cheap and effective that you can do some print marketing. You can cut pieces of paper into fours with just a simple, you know, making your own simple print ad, post it up at colleges around town, around the area, post it up at, you know, bulletin boards, apartment complexes. Um, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. Put the headphones on, get some exercise, walk up and down some stairs at apartment complex and, you know, put little quarter cut flyers, just pieces of paper that probably each flyer might cost you two or three cents at the most. If two or three cents per person per view isn't enough for you. I mean, back in the day, we didn't have Google AdWords, <laughs> you know, so we had to go out there and use our right and lefts to go door to door. You don't need to knock on their door. You don't need to do all that. You know, you can find a place that even has clips on the door, or roll it up and just stick it right on the door handle or whatever you got to do. There's some places that are no soliciting, pay attention to that, but there's a lot of places that really don't care, or don't know, or if you're quiet about it and good about it and sneaky about it, you can use some guerrilla mark- marketing tactics. You can go late at night. You could, you know, just... Find unique ways to get your word out there, but don't just stick to online means. You know, there's other means out there that could be just as affordable, but you also have to find other ways to be creative um, that are outside because there's different ways of reaching a lot of people. Colleges, these bulletin boards, these kids between, you know, 18, sometimes 17 in college, all the way up to, you know, 35, 40 year old adults that are looking at these bulletin boards because they're in between class or just wandering around, checking out things on the post. It's a great way to, you know, get some eyeballs, especially a young audience. If you have that market or a young audience, if you don't to just to get to know your brand, to get to know who you are, if you're in the area, if you're local, you just got to put these kind of things together for yourself. So another thing to do during these slow times is maybe do something like that, design something like that, or get something designed somehow, some way, use your own creativity. And then, I keep saying it, it's time to create videos if you haven't, you know, so whether you need to put yourself in front of the camera or whether you just want to do an audio with some graphics, you know, somehow, some way people want to know who they're buying from and know, you know, what you look like. So even if it's a still picture and it's a professional still picture, you can implement that in some graphics, use these Fiverr pros, use these Fiverr gigs if you don't want to do the graphics or don't know what you're doing, but if you know computers, know how to set up a gig, get get Photoshop online. I think it's like 10 bucks a month if you don't want to buy the whole software or just get a simple graphic software site and, and find ways to, you know, get creative with your own stuff. You, We always talk about it, you know, is you, you can't put yourself in unrealistic situations as far as your budget. So use what you got, you know, with what's in front of you. And eventually you'll be able to get more tools. You'll be able to get better tools. You'll be able to get more options, you know, as far as having things that can get you even more customers, can get you even more attention, can get you even more, you know, basically money (laughs) because the better equipment you have, obviously it looks better, but it also uses better, sounds better, creates better. So, you know, there's a lot of things to the aspect of growing with your business, getting the, the better tools, but you also got to be realistic about where you are and, and your situation. So if you're coming into this slow season and you're a level one, level two seller and, you know, you're fighting hard, this is the time you got to be realistic. You have to grind it out. You have to work your ass off, market it hard. Because again, people might not be ready to buy right now, but when they get some money two months down the road, they could be ready to buy. So do your marketing now. Do your new foundation or recreate your foundation or just shine up what you already have that's already working for you you know if it's already going great just brush it up 
do some things you can to your gigs, to your services, to yourself, um, and focus, you know, get some workouts in, <laughs> you know, put that on the side and put it in front, but get some workouts in too. Don't fall into the whole holiday aspect of losing motivation in yourself, losing motivation in your eating habits, because that's going to fall back on being motivated to keep on moving forward. You know, I mean, it just depends on what you want to do and how far you want to go, what kind of lifestyle you want to have. It's really up to you. You know, I'm dedicated and loyal to Fiverr, but I'm building other ways of creating income, you know, doing some commercial acting, other voiceover sites that I'm, that I'm working on, you know, trying to submit auditions there and, and just live a fun life, you know, and that's what I'm doing right now is I'm snowboarding, trying to get up there at least once a week to go snowboarding, come back here, work some things out, build some things, hang out with the family here and there. But at the same time, I'm focused on my Fiverr work and the Fiverr life because, you know, the these slow times turn into busier times if you can keep creating that and it'll still be a slow time compared to the rest of your year it's hard to avoid that it's hard to say that you know somebody's just jamming jamming in january unless you're the tax guy then then you're ready to get to get ready to business for january february march and you're you know if you're tax preparer if you're a tax lawyer or you're you know an accountant and yeah your work starts in january and that's something that you need to look forward to but it's also something if you have some kind of side hustle, side way of those kind of skills, list them on Fiverr. You know, a lot of people don't understand if you don't know what Fiverr is and you have those kind of skills, certifications, things you're doing. I feel like a lot more people could be doing their own thing on the side, making maybe even a little bit more money. But if not, it's still another way to bring in income. But you can do it from home you know, and slowly maybe even replace and maybe even have to be able to quit your job if you, you know, replace that income. So it it took me a while to get to a point because I was just, you know, not doing it as hard as I could. But then when I started doing as hard as I could and it took over, now it's the five or life because I don't have to answer to anybody except for Fiverr's terms and conditions, you know? So as long as I'm providing for my clients, delivering on time and I'm getting them five-star service and I have my repeat customers that come back and keep, keep, keep feeding me, you know, with not only their repeat business, but their repeat ratings, because if they have, you know, let's say somebody comes in with a three-star or two-star or even a one-star rating at this time of season, it might sit there for a minute because a lot of people will read the first five, first 10, you know, ratings. But if you have a lot of different gigs and they go in that specific gig, sometimes it takes a little while for that one or two star to disappear down the line. So people want to read 20 of them and then they focus on that one, one, two or three star rating of somebody, you know, hey, this one for me or worthless or, you know, they, some people are going to focus on that. And it's going to cost a little bit of business or it might cost you you know, it's still not going to cost you a customer, but it might cost them from purchasing more at that time and uh, being a little more skeptical going in, you know, so you got to find a way to communicate with your customers enough to know that you're not going to get a one or a two, but you also have to know that you can't let that stress you out, especially during the holiday season. But, it, you know, eventually it's going to be, you'll be at the point where you'll be able to drown those out with your repeat buyers. Like I was saying, is that these repeat buyers will come in and help you with that. Like they know that they're going to get, they'll come in once every couple of weeks or once a month or once a week or whatever you've got with them established. And when they come in and they do the rating, it drowns those other ones out, you know? And so you build up that repeat business. It's, it's hard for me to guess, you know, how much repeat business I have. I'm going to say 30, 35%, maybe 40% is repeat. 
you know but it also depends because by order that's by orders but when you do by amount i would say new customers come in with a high amount then the repeat customers if they like that you know what they get that's probably about at the high amounts 25 percent and i'm gonna be honest with it just because of some people in in fun the fiber world are hit it and quit it you know they're gonna come in and they have a budget and they're gonna come in and and pick 20 gigs and just drop 200 here 200 here 100 here 200 here 300 here they might have a thousand dollar two thousand dollar budget and they're gonna test Fiverr out. You know, let's try all this shit that Fiverr does and whatever the best ones are, then we'll stick with those kind of deal. You know, so some people, they see just, I'm gonna go with all top rated in this category, or I'm gonna go with this person because he looks like a guy I can trust and is passing me value. Or I'm gonna go with this person based on their reviews because they have almost 10,000 reviews and about 9,700 of them are five-star reviews. You know, and they can't see that deep of stats, but when you look at my profile, it's five star, five star, five star. So across the board, some gigs are five star, five star, 4.9s, but pretty much for communication, delivery, it's always the recommended or buy again, which is ridiculous. It's either, which it's, it's hard. It's either remove it or I don't know. It's hard to say because buy again or recommended is either, yeah, I'd buy again. Uh, like it's those should be two separate categories you know like recommended is fine buy again is like whatever recommended would be should be one like I will recommend this to people you don't have to put buy again because the chance like if they're putting five stars across the board they're usually in their rating in their comments in their rating they say I will buy again <laughs> they have to like almost like some people have to feel like they have to explain their rating which is like five star five star I'm like did a great job delivered on time and I will buy again and recommend it. <laughs> well, that's part of what the rating is. And But at the same time, you have to explain it to some people because a lot of people are new to Fiverr. I get so many people new to Fiverr. So what I'm going to be doing is also researching a little bit more in the Fiverr Affiliates program because I was doing it for a while and then I got away from it because I felt like I was getting a lot of clicks and stuff, but it wasn't a lot of people signing up or I just wasn't getting the credit for the signups. So maybe it's a little bit more detailed now. So I'm going to go hunt in that and see what we can find because I feel like a lot of people can you know that you're already marketing your gigs maybe you can attach something to your gigs to help you get credit for people that you recruit to Fiverr through your promotions and your gigs because I've brought so many people to Fiverr that are new to Fiverr my gig is the first gig they purchased and they signed up to Fiverr because of my marketing and because I brought them to my gig and, and, you know, to not get credit for it seems a little off, but at the same time, I'm going to research a little bit more. So I start getting credit for it. Maybe take, take control of the situation because, uh, I feel like they can track that and they would know in some way to give, to give credit to those people, but I'm a top rated seller and they bring me all kinds of attention and traffic anyway. So for me to even get in and be like, Hey man, come on, man. It'd be ridiculous because I'm already, you know, I've gotten to that point. I'm just so grateful because of what they offer and what they've given me. And, you know, going forward, it's something that I, you know, hope to keep as, as part of my life. You know, I obviously want to raise what I do on Fiverr, but I also want to have it as, you know, I'm raising my expectations too. So I don't want to just settle for Fiverr, you know, just Fiverr. I want to use Fiverr 
to build other aspects of my life, to build into other things. And so it's already done that and it's going to be a, a, a wonderful journey. So I hope you all join along in this Fiverr life. I'll try to keep it going as long as I can. You know, that's one thing is as long as Fiverr's a big part of my life, we'll be doing these podcasts because I can always come in with something, always talk about an update, always talk about anything going on in the Fiverr life that might relate with you, might help you get through certain times, certain areas, but you really got to buckle down these time, this time of season. Um, another one sometimes is about September when kids are going back to school, coming into fall after summer, because a lot of people spending, you know, school clothes, tuitions, um, school supplies, stuff like that. Parents that have side hustles or parents that are, you know, trying to do some things and use Fiverr as a tool that way. Sometimes you lose money in that aspect. So again, a lot of holiday spending, and this is all around the world, you know, so Maybe target some markets that don't celebrate Christmas at that time of year that, you know, in other countries, and I'm not trying to push it away. I'm trying to say that a lot of people's economies are, are different based on their own cultures and beliefs and, and ways that they run things. So if you do a little research, you might be able to find some countries that be operating business and might be their prime spending season that you can, you know, put a little advertisement to or a hashtag a certain country in some of your Instagram or social media posts. Um, if you're not on LinkedIn yet, get on LinkedIn and build a profile and start connecting to some people. There's a lot of people in your industry, whatever you're doing, logo design, web design, copywriting, resume writing, podcasting, voiceover work. There's... I mean, there's so much stuff going on on Fiverr right now. It's ridiculous. And they could do so many things for you. And it's the place to start. You know, even after their fees and and what they what they charge, you know, it's still going to beat a lot of competitors out there, big name brands, and still deliver a high quality product. So make sure you research Fiverr.com slash Detong Sports. Start there and then branch out. <laughs> Fiverr.com slash Detong Sports. I'm out of here. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Detong Sports, Detong Radio. And you can check out my other podcast, Deton Radio, where I bring independent music to the mainstream through my Fiverr gigs. Check it out today. Appreciate you tuning in this episode. Next one coming up soon. Subscribe. Stay tuned. I'm out of here.